loyal listeners. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Pro Fight to Be Like podcast. I am Mr. PBL, and I have a, a very special guest with me today. He is uh, one half of the Free Roots. His name is Mike Jones. That's right. If you said who when I said Mike Jones, you 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 heard me correctly. His name is Mike Jones. Mike Jones, how you doing? bro, it's the word. Who, Mike Jones? So, all right, so you were in high school when that song came out, right? Kind of. Like, by the time it got up to us, I was a freshman in college, for real, for real. Oh, dang. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. You was, oh, I know you heard that all throughout your college career. Yeah, I you played still ball here. in school, so we had a we went to school with a lot of cats from Texas. So when they first heard my name, okay. they were like, "Oh, doctor, man, for real, man, for real, baby." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they sound. <laughs> man, that's your name for real, baby. <laughs> so you I was like, I, I ain't know what they was talking about, and then um, they was kind of putting me on it, you know, whatever, whatever, and uh. And then Steel Tippet came out, and then you know white folks got a hold of it. So I'll be walking across campus. Oh my! And, you know people be literally like yelling, like "Who, Mike?" You know all that kind of all that crazy shit. Yeah, you it, liked it. It was all right for a little bit, but after after a while, it get kind of old. And now I'm kind of to the point where I'm just I'm just used to it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to be on this podcast, Mike Jones. And you are a member of Omega Sci-Fi, correct? Am. All right. And uh, your dad's an yeah, Omega? Yeah, my daddy, my uncle. Dad and granddad? And my granddad, okay. too. Okay. So we got a, a, a three three generations of uh, Omega in this man's yeah. family, y'all. Why, other than, you know, of course, um, with the legacy thing, um, why did you decide to become a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated? Uh, you, you know, everybody, when I tell people I'm, I'm legacy, they just assume that that's the real reason. Um, it's not. My, my granddaddy passed before I was born. Uh, and my dad, my my dad is the bros, my uncle's the bros, but neither one of them were like, um, neither one of them pushed it on me. Like I wouldn't, I definitely mm-hmm. wasn't a kid walking around with a future Omega shirt on and nothing like that. Like they didn't, like I wasn't mm-hmm. like, I ain't got no pictures of me being a little kid throwing up hooks. So, you know, none, none like that. Um, like I got two older mm-hmm. brothers, three, and I'm the only one that's the bros. Uh, but for me, my going into 12th grade, going into Clay was in St. Louis. And my dad took me, my dad and my uncle took me to the to the step show that the bros had or whatever. And uh, we were walking up, and of course, how bros do, you know, it's like fifty dollars to get up in that motherfucker. <laughs> and you know, my pops is like, you know, I don't know if we really gonna do it. I don't know if it's worth it, and, and it wasn't gonna be worth it, trust me. But uh, so we kind of standing outside, you know, letting them talk about it, and it's. Dude, this big dude, like the biggest dude I ever seen for my life, like came walking up to us, you know, shirt off, you know, you know, the outbrus. But at the time, I ain't really know. It's just mm-hmm. a big, violent looking dude coming up, 
And he was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, bro, I'm trying to get in the step show. And so my pops was like, yeah, but we ain't trying to pay that money. And he was like, I got you, I got you. Dog had stole the stamp that go on your hand to uh to, to, to get to get people in. And uh mm-hmm. and so he stamped my pops, he stamped my uncle, and he looked at me, he was like, You the bros? I'm like, nah, I'm still in high school, but you know what I'm saying? That's my daddy. So he stamped my hand, and so they thanked him. And dude was like, and dude said something that I never forget. He was like, anything for an older bruh. And it, it really hit me. Like, it really kind of touched me. Because I was like, man, if this big, I mean, he had to be like 6'4", probably 270. Like, 270, 260. Man. But I was like, man, if this big-ass dude who, you know, at that point, playing ball and stuff, usually looking at dude's size. And this big ass dude probably, you know, in my mind, could could take over the world if he wanted to. Will humble himself to older men, dudes that he don't even know. But the fact that they just older, and his words were anything for an older bruh. I was like, if if I get the shot, I'm gonna do that, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had a cousin, one of my best friends, my blood cousin, but we best friends. He went over in 2006. And then uh, my other cousin, me and him were saying we started together. So, it, I mean, it it was kind of always a family thing, but uh, for the most part, that was the one thing that stuck out of my head, was that big-ass dude still in the stamp one. <laughs> but, but man, <laughs> like anything for an older bro. Like, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Definitely. So you we not gonna get talk about today how you tried to get me to be an Omega. <laughs> I, I didn't try, first of all, I didn't try to get you to be nothing. I just put an option in front of you. And because you was blinded by other interests, you decided to go another way. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. All I can do is show you what the water is, man. If you don't want to drink it, that's on you. Oh so man. T- tell that story about how you I wore I wore a frat shirt around him for like two weeks straight, and <laughs> this nigga went to school, went away to college. He he car he rid of fam and everything. I'm looking out for this nigga. I was we went to the same high school, y'all. Yeah, I wonder what Ritter fam is. He graduated from Ritter 04. in what 04? and I graduated Ritter 2010. So we went to the same high school. And this nigga go to Mizzou. <laughs> And then I look on Facebook and some shit, and this nigga alpha. I said, I'll be damned. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I disappointed my cousin, too. He a captain. He crossed a spring 05 at SIUE. And, you know, and he, you know, of course, like, when I was in middle of high school, oh, yeah, kappa this, kappa that, and I didn't go that way either. I, so. I, I couldn't believe it. And the only reason, like, <laughs> only reason I couldn't believe it is because he was fucking with me the whole time we was at camp. Like, he he he, he walking with I me. I was. He, talking, he asked me questions <laughs> and shit. I'm like, dog, this nigga, this nigga gonna be the cube. <laughs> he, he fucking with me. We eating together and shit. I'm like, okay. Oh, nigga, ask me questions about like, I'm like, okay. All right. This nigga gonna go uh, be ED. <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry to disappoint you, bro. That's funny, man. What's your What's your favorite Q chant? Uh, 
shit. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot like My this. favorite Q chant. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll preface it, but I've outgrown all of them with the exception of Old Mother Hubbard. Uh, but Old Mother Hubbard, Old Mother Hubbard is, the, is, is, is the joint. Uh, favorite Q chant will probably be a tie between uh, Greasy Grandmammy and uh, do I be do? Probably. I don't think I heard of those, but okay. Yeah, ne- yeah. I okay. neither one of them I would repeat. Damn sure not on air, but you yeah, know, obviously not in front of people. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. So you cross yep. Spring Nine, uh, a Deuce Club. Yeah, Deuce well, Dog, Deuce, Dog. Deuce Dog. I don't recognize clubs. Ain't no line without a Deuce. <laughs> Let them know. I don't recognize clubs. Let them know. Ain't no line without. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. Because I, I, I don't know what another. I, feel... I don't know what another nigga deuce means. So I feel you. You know, for all I know, the deuce is the weak spot. Just, just know, uh, ain't no line without yeah, a deuce. That, yeah, that's a rule. <laughs> a big rule, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a rule. <laughs> Let's. That's a rule. So let's get into uh, let's get into um, free roots a little bit. So you are one half of free roots. Um, it's you and uh, yep. Dev, who is yep. also an Omega, um, and he crossed yep. O nine as well, right? Okay, yeah. So uh, what made y'all start free roots? Uh, it's free roots started as a um, as a journal for tracing my family history. And then from there, it went to, and I'm trying to talk as clear as possible. So uh, from from there, oh, it good. went to um, discovering little known facts about Black history. Uh, at the time, I was in Atlanta okay. working at Auburn Auburn Avenue Research Library, which is the second largest collection of African American literature in the country, um, behind Schomburg in New York. So I was just learning all this stuff. Like I'm just going through, like just going through books and just learning stuff. And just posted it, and um, it was that. And then I started getting more into developing my own opinions and thoughts, and it kind of, kind of spiraled out from there. Uh, so that's the start of it. Now it's kind of turned into a Instagram manifesto so to speak uh but okay. yeah the, the start of it was actually almost completely unrelated to where we are now why do you say that oh uh, because i mean one i haven't really traced my family history in like three four years uh but two it's, it's it just became an evolution of thought um as I started uh-huh. to learn more, as I started to learn more history, like learn more actual history, I started being able to develop opinions and concepts and compare and contrast them with other writers. 
Um, and from there, I started just kind of putting my own writing out there. Before, I didn't necessarily want to do that. I didn't want to put my own ideas, my own opinions, my own writing out there, even though Dev kept pushing me to. Like, he kept trying to make me do it. And I was like, nah. And he was like, well, you'll do it one day. And sure enough, I started doing it. Uh, um, so what you see in Free Roots now, if you scroll all the way down to the beginning of it, isn't at all what it looks like at the at the at the start of it at the root of it. Hmm. So how did Dev get involved? Uh, we had a website at one point. I, uh, and Dev designed the website. He designed the logo. Dev like Dev really and truly is the brains behind the whole project. I'm really just a mouthpiece. Okay. Uh, I'm really just the one that's talking. But okay. Dev is the one who has the creative control, design, and direction of it. So, you know, if Dev was if Devin was like, dog, we're gonna set the Instagram page now. Um it's like that that's how much trust and faith I have in him. So uh that's his role. So as we start to develop our own podcast, as we start to, you know, doing our own writings, our own website, uh that's yeah. where he comes in. Gotcha. He is a creative dude, though, because, you know, he's doing, like, the show me kicks. Nah, he's stuff. a, he's a, he, 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 he get he's down. a genius, dog. We, he was my first, the first dude I had. So, me and Dev are, like you said earlier, me and Dev are saying, we both, we, I'm OC, he's ED. Uh, we formed this little uh, area called Hell's Kitchen, and we were both in Hell's Kitchen. OC, ED, Lincoln Cues, Simo Cues, Rollins Cues. Uh, and Dev would design all of our flyers. Every party we had, every week we had, every whatever, Dev designed it. So when it came to me being like, dog, I want a logo, like I reached out to him. He was like, yeah, I got you. He was like, you know, what do you need it for? And so, and he was like, I think you should, you know, do this, this, and this with it. And really, I wanted him to fuck with it, but I didn't really know how to ask him. So once he jumped into it, mm -hmm. I was like, cool. So he's been with it literally since his since since the birth of it yeah but uh but yeah he's a but nah, he's worked for nike you know shit reebok locker dome just all just all all mm -hmm. kinds of all kinds of dope ass shit yeah definitely i um this is kind of off to the side I, you mentioned about you know tracing your family roots how you feel about the Ancestry.com stuff? <laughs> um, I don't, I, it's okay. You know, it, if you had the money to, to give to it and you just feel like doing it, you know, I mean, it's okay. Um, for me personally, I don't think it's any good to trace my DNA without tracing the stories behind it. But I mean, that's just me. So, um, I, I don't know if I would ever do it. Um, Cause I just don't feel like I need to do it. I'm just kind of more interested in the stories behind my actual bloodline. Uh, I've, you know, I've had, yeah. I've had people argue for it and you know, they like, you don't want to know, you know, where you come from. I'm like, I know where I come from. I come from St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, for us, like, like me being a St. Louis nigga is all the culture I need. Like I'm from here. You know, th yeah. this is my motherland. So, you know, and, and, and yeah. everything that comes, is mine. So, you know, I'm perfectly okay yeah. with my culture being what it is. I don't need to necessarily feel a connection 
to a to a culture that I'm not necessarily a part of. So that's that's just my gotcha. opinion. But uh, you know, I don't knock anybody doing whatever it is they do. Yeah, I feel you. So um, on the Free Roots page, uh, for those who might not follow the page, what type of content do you post? Whatever the fuck I feel like. Uh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, for real, it's it's like it's like it it can. I, I try to make it as educational as possible, uh. But you know, it it really is just me. It's just a reflection of me. So if we're like, if I feel like posting some shit, I just learn. I think that shit cool. I put it up. If I feel like you know posting an opinion that I've kind of rolled around in my head for a while, I'll put it up. Uh, I'm low key. I'm low key a meme guy. Like that's the one thing I'm gonna brag on. Uh, I got, yeah, I got, I, I got the meme. The memes be fire. So I, I definitely put those up too. Uh, I got pictures of like my daughter and shit. She go up there. So just, just literally whatever, whatever I feel like. So I mean, it, I think I saw you. I think I saw you uh post that she might not be going to Cardinal Ritter, dog. That broke my heart. Nick, like, Cardinal oh. Ritter is ranked thirty fifth <laughs> out of thirty five private schools in the city right now. Like I ain't I ain't paying for that oh. shit. Like like yeah, like, oh, like man. Yeah, like, I didn't know like, that. like we're like we the school we graduated from ain't the same school. So I I, okay. I would love nothing more to send my child to Cardinal Ritter, but I'm not gonna pay for that kind of performance. Where is she, she going? Probably in? gonna go to. She probably she? gonna go to reside. Uh, she might do you. Villa, but she's probably gonna go to reside. Got you. Which is exactly. around the corner, so I guess exactly. that's cool. I guess that's cool. So, um, so on your page. Oh, by the way, <laughs> whenever you be posting the memes, would it be yeah. like the ten slides, bro? I look yeah, forward to those. I'll be like I, dying I, laughing, I don't bro. Brag on, I don't like on I, my page except the memes, bro. Like I, my my memes be nice with it. Shout out to all the niggas I still on from though, especially like Wavy Rico. Cause I'd be like, where is he finding this stuff, bro? Like it, it, it be so hilarious and like out the ordinary, <laughs> like stuff you don't even think about, bro. Like I always go yeah, there for that yeah, laugh. Yeah, though. yeah. It, and it uh, all it is is just it's the ten memes I saw that day that made me laugh. So I put them up. Yeah, you know, keep it pushing. <laughs> so I guess. um were there other factors in your life to as to why you became a history buff? Is it because you know you um, went to all black schools that made you you know um, more in tune with your history? Was it because of uh, more so the library you were telling me about in Atlanta, or what? What? What kind of I guess got you in tune um, with who you are as a person and the di- black diaspora as a whole? Yeah, uh, I grew up. I was fortunate enough to grow up really really intelligent parents um my parents are both very 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 smart people um and you know my dad majored in asian history but he's yeah i know really? crazy shit but uh <laughs> uh he started he went to umsel and he started the black student association okay. at umsel so the one that's there today he was a founding member of it yeah that's what's so up he was he was always really you know, with with the movement when it was going on, 
my mama the same way, real smart. Um, lived through a lot of the shit we be talking about now. Uh, and was consciously okay. like aware of it. So, you know, you got that in you. Uh, I went to a private elementary school. It's going to sound funny because, you know, I, I give Cardinal Ritter all the credit due for, like, the impact it had on me. But the elementary school I went to was private, and it was mostly white. But it was private to where they were really inclusive when it came to your, dem- like, whatever your demographic was. So I was always mm-hmm. encouraged to learn true black history from them. So yes. uh, we didn't, mm-hmm. we learned the real reason behind the Civil War. We didn't learn no bullshit about Lincoln. You know, we went to, we took a class trip to Memphis. So my first time going to Memphis to the Civil Rights Museum was actually with, with my elementary school. Uh, so, you know, okay. they brought in, cause, you know, they got, they got resources. So they brought in, you know, people from the Civil Rights Movement to come and talk to us and break stuff down for us and so you know we learned the black national anthem at that white ass private school we learned it we learned you know we learned what it was we learned why it was written yeah (laughs) like all of that all of that for real like so you know and it was an environment where i could where they pushed learning so you know in a lot of ways you know i was never more free to be black than I was at that school. Even at Cardinal when you get around all black areas, you got to be a certain kind of black. So you got to be like this kind of black. You got to be that kind of black. You got to be, you know, cool black. You got to be that kind of black. But, you know, which serves its purpose and, you know, whatever. But, you know, that school gave me blackness on my own terms. And they let me define it, mm-hmm. and when I defined it, they accepted it. So, uh, so yeah. I was fortunate enough for that. Like I said, my parents definitely uh, just a love for learning. Cardinal uh, Ritter definitely for everybody who's listening. At one point, I don't know if it's still the case. It might be more, but it was the only all black, okay. uh, only one hundred percent African American school in the country that was college prep accredited. And so the curriculum was black on purpose. So Cardinal Ritter is where I yep. read James Baldwin. I read Richard Wright for the first time. I read the autobiography of Malcolm X. Yeah. Um, I learned about one semester and inoculation. And, you know, I learned all of that during regular class. Like we read Romeo and Juliet. We read Great Gatsby, all that kind of shit. But we read black authors too. And it wasn't like an African-American studies class. Yeah. It was just in your class. So, yeah. uh, so, again, that definitely had a huge impact on me. Um, so by the time I had graduated and was kind of ready for college or ready for the world, I had this black-centered approach that I had been groomed to have my entire life. And it was matched with kind of a philosophical and intellectual um, thought process. So the two kind of combined, mm-hmm. I think, to form the nigga I am today. Yeah. And I feel you. Like, even with me, it started in elementary school. I went to a well, I went to, you know, predominantly black schools from elementary all the way yeah. up to high school. And starting elementary school, I'm from East St. Louis, predominantly black. And they say this is was the best elementary school at the time, and I think it still is, in East St. Louis. I went to Dunbar yeah. Elementary School. And when I tell you we had black history programs, we had 
black history trivia. We had everything around the school was just black with whether it was Martin Luther King on the wall or Langston Hughes or whoever the case may be. Um, That just kind of, I guess, um, helped me learn who I am as a person and my history, you know, and uh, even, you know, when we had our books, like they would tell us about, you know, like, yeah, Christopher Columbus, they say founded the United States, well, found, found, you know, U.S. soil, but really it was um, a man by the name of Marigo Vespucci or whatever the case may be, even though, you know, Marigo Vespucci went black, they would just let us know that Christopher Columbus ain't right. fine shit for real, basically. So, um, and, you know, like learning the, like you said, learning lift every voice and sing, like, um, I learned all of that in elementary school. So by the time I got to middle school, Loyal Academy, which is, yeah, you know, I'm right next to Loyal. I used to work, I used to work at Loyal. Black as well. Yeah. Okay, really? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, like, even there, like, in our uh, learning about, more about, you know, James Baldwin and uh, Zora Neale Hurston and reading all these black books while still learning, like you said, like, uh, reading uh, The Pearl and Of Mice right. and Men and all that yeah. other stuff. Um, and even when I got to high school, it was more black stuff. I mean, because like you said, well, at the time I was there, it was, Carton Riddle was one of seven 100% black uh, all black Catholic schools in America. Um, even with, you know, that and learning all about, man, everything. Like, so, I mean, our, our, uh, our stories are the same when it comes to that. And, uh, it sounds like you and I, we both, you know, appreciate that because that made us who we are. You know, we know who we are. We know we come from greatness. We know we come from Kings and Queens. So, um, I'm appreciative of, of those uh of those opportunities so um and i appreciate you having this page man for real because i mean it's a lot of people out there that i feel is lost and they don't know where they come from they don't know their history because no one has ever taught them um because of you know might be the school system or um, their parents might not even know or whatever the case may be so um, it's up to those who know the history to be able to pass the history on. You know, yeah, that's, I forward, mean, that's so. absolutely that's 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 obligatory. You know, the, I was blessed to receive yeah very good education that was intentional yeah. and that was thought out for me. Uh, and mm-hmm. in being able to receive it, it's your obligation to pass that knowledge on to people who may not have had those same opportunities. Um, so yeah. I, I, I try to get on the page. I try to give as much of myself to it because I know, you know, with the amount of followers we have, which is ungodly and it don't make no damn sense, but with yes. the amount of followers we have, you know, I know there are people out there who just weren't given the opportunity that, you know, I had. So, you know, it's never too late to to grow. I'm not going to say to learn because I'm not on that teaching, but it's never too late to grow. So I try to, I try to put yeah. it uh, out there for people just to kind of get and grow and you know maybe take something from it. So you know even with all Definitely. the headaches and shit, <laughs> the page yeah. gave me. I the only reason I don't sell that motherfucker to a fourteen year old white boy is is because I know it's <laughs> it's people out there who are you know who, who, who definitely get it from me. And I mean for what it's worth, people tell me. You know my my DMs have yeah. a lot more love in it than crazy shit. That's good. For sure. And that's how you know you're doing something good, man, when you got good DMs, you know, saying, hey, yeah, keep up the good yeah, work. So, this is, I mean, you know, and you should you should probably share those 
I think uh, you should gather that data, that information. You know, hey, this I really like this page because it does this for me. Um, I think you have to put that together and like display that because I mean that's something to be proud of, man. Because you know how hard it is to run a a page like this, like something that you know, like you've been building up that. I don't know about you, but like I didn't think PBL was gonna nah. blow up to the way it did. You know, like it's it's crazy that people actually admire nah, the stuff. Yeah, so I think that you should you should definitely take take that I, into I, consideration it's, as far it's, as because Three Roots is my personal page. Yeah, it all kinds of pictures and like shit on there. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. it is weird because I never thought it would be you know anywhere where it is now, and when people be in my DMs and they just be straight compliments. I don't want nobody to get the wrong idea. Like it just be straight like I fuck with your page. Like I, I I get up, I look for it every morning. Like you always, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I don't really know what to say to that. Like I'll be feeling like they give me these long paragraphs and I'll be feeling so motherfucking bad because they give me these paragraphs and I, I just be like, you know, you know, oh my God, thank you. It means so much. You know, I appreciate it because it really does. Like, it really does. But I, I just be so humbled by that that because I don't ever look at it. Like, I don't ever think about. I don't ever think about it. So you know, I just yeah. be so you know, kind of taken aback by it that people really fuck with that page like that. You just doing what yeah, you love. love. Yeah, yeah, love is a strong word. But... <laughs> okay, you doing what you like. My bad. <laughs> You doing what you right, enjoy yeah. sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. Enjoy. So the, the the fact that we get that kind of response from people is 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 crazy. Like I'm I'm absolutely humbled by it. Like I'm so humbled. I don't even know what to say. It it like turn a nigga shy for real for real. <laughs> oh nigga, <that's laughs> old nigga, nice. <laughs> you play too much. You silly, bro. People playing. What are you talking about? Oh, nigga, nice. Oh, nigga, that? nice. The original. <laughs> Man. Dang hip, dog. Dang hip. So, um, why is Black History important? Um, Black History is important because it is the genesis of all history. Uh, you mm-hmm. you you don't have an accurate depiction of history without talking about Black history. Um, the contributions that melanated people have made the world over, particularly in the United States, um, there would be no anything without black people. Uh, so for us to know where we came from, I think it helps root us and it helps give us hope uh, because we, you can understand that you're not the first person to go down this road. You're one of many. And I think having yeah. that that history, that ancestral knowledge that people have gone down this road before, and when they went down, it was much more difficult, uh, can help out a lot of people. You know, history history gives uh-huh. you self-esteem, and history gives you yeah. confidence. So knowing that Black people did all these great things, and did them in ways that weren't in direct opposition to racism. You know, a lot of our history is taught, you know, that we were just fighting to be equal. We were just fighting white folks. And like, while we were, a lot of it is that, and that's admirable, that needs to be taught as well. You know, we did a lot of things that didn't have nothing to do with white people. And, you know, we yeah. made lives and made cultures and societies that didn't have nothing to do with white people. 
and you know we need to yeah. learn that as well like our black history oftentimes is taught only in relation to white people and white history and you know we yeah. need to get to a point where we're, we're teaching that part of it too because I don't want to downplay any, you know any of those any of those ancestors either but we want to get to yeah. a point where we're uh, teaching the history that don't have nothing to do with white folks which I was that on your page where I saw something about George Washington and his teeth not actually being yeah. wooden but being from the mouth yeah, of slaves. So yeah, so <laughs> George Washington is one of the most fucked up people in the history of this planet. Um, and kind of what I said, like you, like you got to be real fucked up to be so fucked up that the British Empire isn't fucked up enough for you. Like, like, the, like the British Empire is one of the most fucked up things in the history of human civilization, and for a group of niggas to be like, you know what, y'all ain't fucked up enough for us. We're gonna do our own thing. Like that lets you know what kind of evil people you're talking about. George Washington sold a man to the Caribbean for a barrel of wine. Uh, mm. and, and you know, and if you know slavery in the Caribbean. You know, it was basically a death sentence, bro. Like, like we we weren't getting out of that alive. Uh, and he was he was a broke ass nigga. One, uh, he was he he was always broke. He fucked up his wife money. Uh, mm. it's a book I just read about a. a, a he on the one yeah, dollar bill. Like he broke, met chicken ass nigga. Uh, so. <laughs> You're talking about somebody who had no regard for other people. So apparently he had some with his mouth because some kind of bad reaction to uh, smallpox medicine or something like that, and it left him in constant pain. And he mm -hmm. did end up having a set of ivory teeth from like hippotus, but before he did that, he pulled them from the mouths of slaves, and that was mm -hmm. where his teeth came from. Uh, and then a sister on the page was saying that if you go to Mount Vernon, which I've been to Mount Vernon, but I was a little kid, up the hill from his grave and his wife's grave, may they rest in shit, is a big, like, kind of a big hill. And you think it's just a regular hill, but they're actually, it's actually a mass grave for his slaves. Like, they just threw them in a motherfucking, like, threw them in a wow. hole and covered them up. Um, so like mm. the, like but like those are the kind of people who founded this country, <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. it. Like they're and they're all like that. Like mm -hmm. run them down. They're all like that. Uh, so I can't even remember what the question was, <laughs> but it was just you know why is black yeah. So important? but but learn learning like learning that, uh, understanding that, understanding. The true, the true tint that's on the vision of history, knowing who you're dealing with, what you're dealing with, uh, and who people really are, helps you understand the world you're in today. I guess you didn't vote for Trump. Huh? <laughs> nah, man, I, I nah, I, I didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I what. Mike, what's uh what's next for Free Roots? What what's what's next for Free Roots? What you got uh, cooking? 
We don't fuck with this podcast. Niggas been asking for it. Uh oh. Y'all heard it here <laughs> you first. Heard it here first. You heard it here like second or third, but ah <laughs> oh, no, we go for for the sake of the podcast. Right. Y'all heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> we go. We, we fuck. We fuck with this podcast, bro. Um, I'm writing a book with my dad. Uh, so that's coming together slowly but surely. Uh, but that'll be a thing we put in the free roots too. Uh, we'll get a website going eventually. Uh, that I have more written out opinion pieces. I've been writing, like I've been writing for probably like I don't know a few months now. Uh, and okay, you know, we'll see what fleshes out and what doesn't. The thing about writing is a lot of it to me is like shit. But when I pass on people, that's nah, man, yeah. shit dope. <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. figuring that out. Uh, but really, one thing Devin, one thing Devin taught me is he was like, "Dog, just take your time, and it'll figure itself out." And just us taking our time with it, it's grown and went to places we never thought it would. So you know, it's a testament of being just being patient and you know figuring out mm-hmm. where our stopping point really is and where our direction is really going to come from. And I think we're yeah. kind of coming up on that uh, with where we are now. I like the way we sound. I like the way I sound. I like the way, you know, my voice, in, like metaphorically speaking, uh, my voice is coming out. Uh, it's way different than when I first started doing this, you know, three, four years ago. Uh, so I kind of mm-hmm. like it now. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, it's okay. it's a it's definitely a it's a labor of love. We don't we you know we're not trying to make any money off of it. The money we're putting into it is you know my own money. Uh, so we're not we're not trying to you know make a million dollars off of it or nothing like that. So uh, when we can figure out a way to get the time to do it and you know put it out there for the people, y'all will be the first to know. Well, I'm excited, and hopefully, uh, if y'all ever get to talking about uh, MPHC or that mean, that mean, something uh, on y'all podcast, uh, nah, I hope that, I get the answer. I, yeah, I, so, I, uh, I, absolutely. <laughs> the, the question of are are the are the Black Greek letter organizations still relevant? Uh, that's definitely a topic I want to cover. Oh man, yeah, I can't so wait for that one. Have pro fights be like up on that motherfucker. Cause what's the podcast without what profiles be like, right? No, I'm just talking stuff. On time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, forget you, Mike. Dog, you ain't so. Supposed... <laughs> oh man, you play too much, man. Uh, you wanna um throw in your social media handles real quick before we uh, yeah, conclude? Yeah, Or any other last yeah, words? Yeah, I mean, I only got the one, so uh. Follow uh, at the free underscore roots. That's that's our official Instagram. Um, shout out Dev. Like I said, we won't be. I won't be here without my brother. You know, absolutely. Um, shout out my little bro. Profiles be like uh, shit crazy. Just watching him go from this nigga text me to his bro. Can you shout me out? <laughs> and now he got like thirty thousand followers oh, off a private page. So uh, that, that, that that is most impressive, for real, for real. Uh, yeah, just you know, 
if, if, if you follow the page, feel free to comment, you know, feel free to disagree. Uh, just don't, just don't get crazy. Cause if you get crazy, we talk crazy back. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, yeah, y'all want no smoke from Mike Jones? But uh, yeah, I don't want no smoke. But yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Okay, for sure. Uh, thank you, loyal listeners, for listening. Um, you heard Mike Jones, one half of Free Roots. Um, this is Mister PBL. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Profiles Be Like, and also make sure you follow our Instagram page at PBL Podcast. And uh, feel free to visit um, anchor.fm slash profiles be like and click on su- support this podcast to uh, give a small monthly donation to help s- sustain uh, future episodes. So um, thank you, Mike, for joining this podcast. And right, we, we out. out. Or OWT. Yeah. We OWT. Or we to O-W-T. the good bros. Which one? <laughs> What what you represent the AD, AD right? Crazy eight, home of the heavyweight. Okay. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, we we gonna end on that note, y'all. Thank you for listening. <laughs>